Well, hello there. How are you today? My name is Sharon McComb, and I'm a certified life coach. Together with my friend Kimberly Bellrose, a faith coach, we teamed up to spur the believer in you to believe for more. Because there is always more. On Mondays, we co-host a podcast called Coaching Works. And in this podcast, we explore the profession of coaching and how coaching can help you in whatever area of your life you are struggling in or you want to set goals or make changes. Coaching helps you to do all of those things in every avenue of your life. Join us as we discuss tips and strategies and sometimes we even coach each other right in the podcast so you can see what it's all about. You will see why Kim and I both believe that in everyday life, coaching works. Then on Wednesdays, Kimberly goes solo with her wake up episode. She shares her 30 years of visions, wind words and experiences with Holy Spirit in the hope of spurring you through her provoking coaching style to investigate your life and what your believer needs to do to wake up and live like you really believe. But today is Friday, which means today's episode of Checkmate is here for you to kind of look at areas of your life where we get stuck, where we have troubles moving forward um, that cause us to feel unfulfilled and dissatisfied or frustrated and overwhelmed. I share my 25 years of experience being taught by the Holy Spirit to submit and listen and allow him to change me. I have also gone through certification to be a life coach. And so I take things from a Christian perspective, the same as Kim. And today we're going to talk a little bit about some of the areas that I get stuck in. Now, if you've been listening to my podcast at all, I tackle a different subject every week. Um, However, I feel that God has been poking me to be a little more transparent, a little more honest. And so today's episode, I want to share with you, as I did a little bit last week, um, in how I get busy all the time, um, I want to share with you another way that sometimes gets me stuck, like I'm in checkmate. Um, Sometimes we can get stuck, and I'm not only talking about me, I'm talking about everybody. We can get stuck in anger or hurt. And we end up in unforgiveness. And that's not a good place to be. And so I want to talk a little bit about um, feeling anger, feeling hurt. And I think everybody has been there. Everybody has being in anger, you know, generally anger stems from 
you know, having our feelings hurt or being disrespected or uh, betrayed, you know, our trust has been betrayed. There's a lot of things that lead us to feel anger. And I want to point out um, that anger is actually only an emotion that comes about as a byproduct of other emotions. And so just off to the side here, I want to say if you're feeling anger, um, it's not a, a causal emotion in itself. It always covers something else. And so if we want to get to the the point where we can hand our anger over to God and get past our anger so we don't end up in unforgiveness, we have to figure out what's caused the anger. What underlying emotion are we feeling? Are we hurt? Are we betrayed? Are we frustrated? Um, So I'm going to share a little bit about myself because I have fallen into this trap same as everybody else. And I'm happy that I don't do it as often as I used to. But I do it a whole lot more than I should. And I hang on to the anger. Now, the Bible says that we're not supposed to hang on to anger. And so, if I'm hanging on to anger, then I'm sin. You know, that's sin. And... I want to differentiate a little bit about, you know, because our feelings are very real. Our feelings are real and they're valid. And, you know, it's not a sin to feel anger. I just want to say that right off the bat. It's not a sin to be angry. It's not a sin to feel that way. However, when we hang on to that anger, it becomes unforgiveness. And that is a sin. Now, it's reminding me of a scripture that says, if we do not forgive others, God will not forgive us. And I don't know about you, but that scripture scares the pants off me. Because I need God to forgive me. I need God's forgiveness every day. Multitudes of times in a day. I need God's forgiveness. And personally, I don't want to risk not having it because I want to hang on to my self-righteous anger against somebody else or my self-righteous hurt. And it's not to negate the feeling, but I have to align my attitude with what God says. That is how we live in God's kingdom. And so... My personal experience that I'm going to share today, and I'm going to go out on a limb and share it because I don't like to talk a lot about um, my personal life to people I don't know very well. And I don't know you guys very well yet. So, um, but right now in my life, I am involved in a situation where uh, I am at odds with someone that I love very much. And this uh, disagreement that we've had uh, came out of 
misunderstanding and judgment and um, and not on my part um, and so I was very hurt when it happened extremely hurt when it happened and I let it go for quite some time because I was so hurt uh, months to be honest um, and during that time that hurt does what it does it it stayed inside of me and I I hung on to it so I didn't give it to God and so it dwelt in me and when that happens um, where we we kind of hang on to that feeling inside of ourselves it is a destruction to ourselves you know it starts to fester and it starts to grow and it becomes unforgiveness and I got to the point where I didn't even want to make amends because I was in unforgiveness. I was very obstinate towards God, who was really kind of nudging me to make the first move. You know, you're the Christian. You go and talk to them. You know, see if you can straighten this out. And I honestly, I was saying to God, why should I? I did nothing to deserve this. I did nothing wrong. I don't even have any idea where all this is coming from like I was given absolutely no opportunity to clear the record or to explain myself you know I was just you know I was out of that person's life and I was badly badly hurt and I was hanging on to that with with both hands it's like if they don't want to be around me they don't have to be around me I'm not going around them they can come to me when they're ready and I that's defiant to God because I know God was telling me make the first move go and make amends so this went on for quite some time and um, I just stayed in the hurt and then finally after quite a long time uh, an embarrassingly long time I'm going to admit to you I finally decided that I would reach out and I said, basically, I didn't know what to say, but I said, I'm really sorry um, that you are upset with me and I would do anything to try and straighten it out. Tell me what, tell me what you need me to do. I'll do it because I don't want to be at odds with you. And I was shut down. So... I can't believe, you know, I can't believe that I was shut down again, but um, to, it was almost like adding insult to injury, right? I came forward when it wasn't my fault and I apologized for something I didn't feel I did and I was still shut down. So hurt again, right? I was hurt again. And that though was almost a catalyst for me to go to God. You know, I finally submitted and I went to God and I said, God, what do I do? What am I supposed to do? And the first thing that I had to do was hand it all over to him because it was clear that I couldn't fix the problem. And so I began to 
uh, pray and through journaling, hand all the feelings over to him. I had to write down all the feelings I had. I had to write down all the things that had been said, not just by this person, but by me, about this person, and ask him to forgive me. And I asked him to help me to forgive this person that I love and not hold it against them. So I'd like to tell you that that was the end of that, but it wasn't. It took a long time for God to really change my heart. And I am there now. I am not in unforgiveness towards this person, but I'm still sad. You know, I'm sad that this is the way that it is. And I have determined that when I am able to, I will be kind and loving and act the way I've always acted towards that person and act like, you know, there's nothing going on. But otherwise, I just have to wait until, you know, God changes her heart. Um, It's a tough pill to swallow. You know, it's a tough pill to swallow. I'm, I'm not done dealing with it because it's not over. They're still not part of my life. And I miss them. But I've given it to God. And in doing that, even though it was a process, I am now in a place where when I think about this situation, I don't, I don't ache inside. I'm just, you know, I'm sad, but I'm able to move forward in my life with hope because with God, there's always hope. And I was relieved when it was all over with, you know, by dealing with this with God because I didn't want to be at odds with God too and hang on to unforgiveness. And so... I I wanted to share that with you because it was a hurt really deep and it was not my fault. I mean, everybody says it's not my fault, but quite honestly, I don't believe that there was anything that I did that could have triggered this. Um, And so I wanted to share it because I think some of you might be able to identify with that. It kept me stuck for almost a whole year. Um, And that stuck was in my personal life, my spiritual life, my emotional life, my family life. I caused problems with other people in my family that I love and care about. And, I mean, it really had me in checkmate. I had nowhere to go. I couldn't see any way out. But... Who knows, you know, the scripture where it says, you know, with God, there is always a way, right? He is the God of the impossible. And he can make a way where it seems there is no way. And so now I have hope that he has done his part in me with this situation. And now he will begin to work on that person that I love. Unforgiveness is an area of our spiritual lives that 
we tend to not want to think about. And I have had experiences where, you know, my brain is telling me I need to forgive this person. I can't be in unforgiveness. I have to forgive this person. And I've, I've thought that I did for unforgive, you know, have unforgiveness towards this person. Um, and so I thought, you know, I got to forgive. I have to forgive them if I want God to forgive me. And, and then what happened, especially the one time I'm thinking of, was I went years without seeing that person. And I thought I was fine until I happened to see them. And then all of those feelings that I had had years before reared up in me almost to the point of overwhelming me and I realized that I hadn't forgiven them at all I had just stuffed all those feelings deep down in me and decided to not think about them anymore and I want to tell you that's not unforgiveness and herein lies the secret that we all need to know about unforgiveness and that is it's not something that we can do ourselves we live in a physical body and our physical body is ruled by our self our ego um, and the Bible talks a lot about this self or our flesh um, and psychologists talk about our ego. It's the same thing. We're talking about the same thing, different words. And for most of us, our self or our ego is very strong. We want what we want. We want to serve ourselves. And the Bible says many, many times we have to die to our flesh. We have to die to ourselves. Jesus said it, you know, die daily and pick up your cross. And the reason that it says it so many times is because it's a really difficult thing to do. It's like going against our human nature so that we can live a Jesus nature. And what I know, and I'm sure that you know it too, is that unforgiveness really feeds our self, our need to serve ourself. And we can't conquer that alone. I'm very thankful that as a born-again Christian, I don't have to. I don't have to do it alone. I have a partner in that. You know, I can work with the Holy Spirit to do those things. It's such a privilege, really, to work with Holy Spirit. To try and change who I am into who Christ is in me. But sometimes you just forget that you don't have to do it alone. You forget that you have a very, very powerful um, partner on your side who has the power of Almighty God at his disposal. And so we can stay in these areas of difficulty or sin 
because we're trying to get ourselves out for a long time. We need to submit to God. We need to take it to God and say, I can't do this. I don't want to hang on to these feelings. You're, you tell me I don't need these feelings, that I need unforgiveness, but I can't do it alone. Just get alone with God and say, like, you got to help me here. If there's any area of your life where you may have unforgiveness, and lots of times we don't think we do, you know, our flesh hides it from us. Our enemy can hide it from us. And that way he keeps us in sin. And we get feelings that are so shoved down that we don't even realize they're there anymore and how they're affecting us. But God knows they're there. And so I encourage you, even if you don't think you have unforgiveness in your life, get alone with God. Just get alone with him and say, you know what, God? Search my heart. You know, look in me, Lord, for unforgiveness and show me where it is. Show me what I have unforgiveness in so that I can confess it and repent and allow Holy Spirit to do the work that's going to free me from that. You might be surprised how quickly things come to your mind. And even if they don't come quickly, do that anyway. And then just trust God's working on your heart. Because in a couple days, or a week, or a couple weeks, things are going to start coming to your mind. He's going to bring those things to your mind. And when he does, don't feel bad. Don't feel condemned or guilty. Thank him for working with you. And say, God, now I need to give it to you. And I need you to help me. Because I can't do it alone. Because I don't want to be stuck in this place anytime that you feel that things are too much for you to handle on your own or you don't really know where to go with things coaching can help you and so I want to open it up right now and I want to say that if you have an area of your life where you just want clarity or you want someone to help keep you accountable to make the changes you want to make I'm offering you my service right now you can reach me um, by going to my website www.wildflowerwomen.ca and if you book an appointment with me even just a discovery appointment you can do that on the website and you put in the notes that you heard this podcast today and it spurred you into asking for help then I'm going to give you a 25% discount on whatever contract you sign with me just reach out and call me reach out and email me I'm always here for you you can reach Kimberly who takes things in a different direction, but equally helpful to you, at her website, which is 633-wakeup.com. Our emails are also in the show notes. I want to thank you for being here today. I want to bless you. And I want to say what a blessing you are to us. 
when you share our podcast with others or you leave encouraging words in the comment section. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.